Episode 135, The Five Ways Business Must Regain Trust. You're listening to The Game Changers with Jason Jennings. Leadership lessons in speed, productivity, growth, innovation, and reinvention. Now, here's worldwide best-selling author and speaker, Jason Jennings, and your host, Dale Dixon. Welcome to the podcast dedicated to leading highly principled people to their full potential. I'm your host, Dale Dixon, and you know the Game Changers with Jason Jennings. He's the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, USA Today bestselling author of eight books on leadership, growth, innovation, speed, and reinvention. Jason, great to be with you today. Uh, Dale, it's, I, I look forward to getting together with you. The preparation is very hard, and uh, we're both so busy. But I sure love getting together with you over a cup of coffee and, and doing these podcasts. It's, it's always a highlight of my week. It is a lot of fun. And uh, I love the impact we have. So you are uh, constantly sharing emails that you're getting. I'm, I'm out watching Twitter and, and uh, Facebook, and um, I'm on the iTunes store right now. And I want to read you what... Uh, he, the name they left for, for iTunes was Finding Purpose, and they gave a five-star rating to the podcast, and they wrote, Jason's book was required reading in a business class I took as an elective while working on my master's degree. It changed me. I turned my passion into a full-time, purposeful, service-based business. I listen to the podcast while in my car and reread all of his books frequently. Love the info and love the calmness and frankness of Jason's approach. So... Finding Purpose, uh, I'm sorry, Finding Purpose is the title of the post. Smile, Peace, Love, Creative is the name they used for posting in iTunes. So, Smile, wow. Peace, Love, Creative, thank you uh, for those kind words and the rating in the iTunes store. We really appreciate that. And uh, this was a pretty uh, big week for uh, some email, but one came in yesterday and I looked at it and I just thought, I love this. I hear from all these high-powered people uh, in business at, at, at huge companies who listen to the podcast, but this one jumped out at me for another reason. Uh, it's from uh, a firm called uh, Gloss Beauty, and uh, what they do are they do facials, and it said, hello, Jason, at the suggestion of somebody who works for me, Michelle, I've been listening to your podcast and I wanted to let you know that it's incredibly interesting and helpful for my small business. Uh, I appreciate your marketing and leadership advice and uh, look forward to it every week. And and let me tell you why I like that. That's a small business. And, and, and really, everything that we talk about, Dale, has as much applicability to small business as it does to medium-sized business as it does to huge businesses. And so that's why that one kind of jumped off the page at me. So, so thanks, Tess, for that. And just last week, we were talking about the need for compliments and to give a compliment every day. You got yours. I, I got mine. Nice. So anyway, all right, a new survey out, Dale. Uh, and it's a shocker. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to read a link here, but I'll tell anybody where to go. Just Google Edelman, E-D-E-L-M-A-N, Edelman Trust Barometer 2017. Uh, get into it. It's, uh, it's a shocker. And I, I want to remind everybody, again, uh, as we're talking about 
the Edelman Trust barometer. I'll explain what it is in a moment. Be listening very carefully uh, for something that you can use, something that speaks to you and that you could use this incredible information that came out. So for, first of all, who, who is Edelman? Uh, uh, Edelman is a leading global research and communication company that conducts this annual trust survey. Uh, it's, it's a huge company. They're present in most places around the globe. Highly, highly regarded company. So this survey measured trust in uh, 28 countries. Uh, the field work uh, was concluded uh, last November. Uh, it went on for about a year. And let me give you a couple of the bottom lines. Uh, do you trust business? 48% of all people said no. Do you trust government? 59% of all people said no. Trust in business has declined in 18 of the 28 countries, and more people distrust business than trust them in 13 nations. But here's the, here's the kicker. As you go through the pages of this trust barometer, 63% of all people find that CEOs have no credibility. I mean, that's a shocker. That's almost two-thirds of all people find CEOs to have no credibility. Uh, in terms of injustice, lack of hope, lack of confidence, and desire for change, 53% of all the people said the system is failing, 32% are uncertain, and only 15% of all people believe that things are working. But now, so that's the bad news. Uh, the good news is the survey also asked respondents how it could be fixed uh, and how you can regain trust and the steps that business can take. Do you want to hear that, Dale? Yeah, absolutely. I'm a solutions guy. All right. Well, and that's what I like about this survey. Instead of just painting a picture of how bleak things are, and and listen, trust is at an all-time low, and I would say uh, in most instances it's probably justified. But they came up, uh, the respondents uh, came up with uh, five things that businesses can do to become more trustworthy and seen as being more trustworthy. 72% of all respondents say employees have to be better compensated. Uh, That's a big number. 68% say that companies have to improve the quality of their products and services. 67% say that businesses have to do a better job of listening to customers. 66% say they have to pay their taxes in a fair manner. And 65% say that businesses must become more ethical. So let's quickly just take a look at each of them and, and talk about what that means to you. First of all, 72% say employees must be better compensated. Well, what that means is uh, everybody's got to get a fair wage. Uh, or, uh, or the workforce and the people who know the workforce, the people who are related to the workforce, uh, are going to see um, business owners as the boogeyman. And, you know, I've been thinking about this a lot. Something happened to me this week, and we, we talked about this before. You know, if you can't pay your people a living wage, then your business model is wrong. Uh, your business model is absolutely wrong. There's something flawed in the business model if you're doing it on the backs of of, of people working at six or seven dollars an hour. And so now let me tell you what a lot of companies are trying to do to get around this. So uh, government uh, has gotten tired of of waiting, uh, and so in many localities and municipalities across the country, uh, they're adopting a fair living wage, and businesses have no choice but to pay this fair living wage. Well, I happen to be in a restaurant this week, 
and uh, in San Francisco. I had a few days off the road. And um, so I, I was having a business luncheon uh, with, with an acquaintance of mine, a very well-known San Francisco business. And uh, the prices, as I was looking at the menu, I was thinking, wow. I mean, it was like twenty one ninety five for a hamburger. I mean, a bowl of soup was like $16. Most of the salads were like $20, $25. And I'm thinking, wow. I mean, it's really getting expensive to eat out. I mean, wherever you're going to eat. And this is not like... This is a well-known, old-time establishment, but I mean, I, I wouldn't call it a five-star hot cuisine kind of place. And as I'm looking at the menu, I see down at the bottom, we, in fine, fine type, I mean, if, if, if you needed uh, readers, uh, you, you wouldn't be able to see it without them. Fine, 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 maybe a six-point type, six-point font down at the bottom. It said, uh, we add a surcharge to every bill to be in compliance with people pay, paying people a living wage um, in accordance with rules and regulations in the city of San Francisco or something. And I thought, now what the hell is this all about? So not only do they have high prices, but then the bill comes and they add a surcharge for paying people. Uh, you know what that is? That's false advertising. And, uh, and unless you plainly let people know in advance that you're adding a surcharge, one, I would refuse to pay it. Uh, and secondly, I, I guess I'd let them throw me out of the restaurant. So, look, um, you know, if, if, your, if your business model doesn't allow you to pay somebody a living wage, it's probably a wrong business model. Uh, number two. How about, what kind of impact did that have on your on, – on the tip? Um, interesting that you say that. I'm generally a 20% tipper. Sometimes I'm a 25% tipper. I mean, if the service is really fantastic, and uh, I never want to be seen as stiffing somebody. So I did leave 15%, but I certainly did not leave 20 or 25%. And I mean, I'm, I'm not going to take it out on the server. I want to take it out of the business owner. And the way I'm taking it out of that business owner is I'm never going back there. Mm. Yeah. I just think it's so, it's an interesting, you know, cause and effect and yeah, yeah. unintended consequences when when businesses start doing that, um, they're really making their employees pay the price. Uh, I, I I I think you're right, and not only that, <clears throat> the frontline employees are taking a lot of guff. I mean, from from the public, and it's becoming widespread and and commonplace where people places are advertising. I mean, pizza four ninety five a slice, or uh, for six and a half dollars you can get a large drink and two pieces of pizza or something, and then you go to pay the six and a half dollars, and they say, well, no, that's seven dollars and eighty five cents because we had a surcharge for labor. I mean, you know, that's, again, I think that's false advertising. Yeah. Number two, 68% say improve the quality of their products and services. Well, you know, companies have to craft quality products and services and not junk. And for too many, we don't have to get into it, for too long, too many companies have been promising everything and delivering nothing for years. And they're they're getting weeded out in the marketplace. But, you know, you've got to make a commitment to uh, offer a high-quality product or service. Number three. Uh, you have to listen to customers, and most don't. Now, here is a hair-raising tale. Um, <clears throat> about a week ago, I went out to get a haircut. And uh, I went to the place where I always go to get a haircut. And so I go to pay the bill uh, after the haircut, and I give my credit card. And uh, uh, so they ran my credit card, and I said, uh, where's the line for the tip? Uh, our new software program does not allow you uh, to put a tip on a credit card for a haircut. 
And I said, now, wait a minute. I, I, I said, I've been coming here for years. I pay for the haircut. I had a tip for the haircutter, the stylist. Uh, what, well, our new software doesn't allow that. And I said, well, now you put me in a fine pickle of a place because I never have cash on me. I just never have cash. And so I opened my wallet. And I found two ones and a $5 bill. And I thought, you know what? I'm not going to give somebody $7. I said, look, is there an ATM around here? So uh, the nearest ATM was about 10 blocks away. So I had to leave the haircutting place, jump in my car, drive to an ATM, and then drive back, find a parking place again, and go in and leave a $20 tip. And I said, you know, that is really a stupid inconvenience. I've wasted 45 minutes just so I can leave a tip for someone. Well, there's nothing we can do about it. It's just it's the, it's our new software program. Now, is that, is that stupid or what? Once again, yeah, the, the stylist is losing out on that one because I, most people would not do what you did. They would have just turned around and walked out. So, right. And if, if they're listening, they're going to change that software program really quick. Every, oh, anything's so. possible in this day of, and age. Of, of, of course it is. Uh, companies must start paying fair taxes. I, this piling of hundreds of billions and trillions of dollars offshore is wrong. Everybody knows it's wrong. And finally, 65% say the businesses must become more ethical. Well, you know, you just got to make sure today that you're acting with a strong moral compass 100% of the time. So, um, so I think what you got to be asking yourself is, does your business pay a fair living wage? Are you crafting quality products and services? Are you really listening to customers? Uh, are you paying your fair taxes? And, uh, you know, unfortunately, we all have to pay them. And, and is everybody in, in your employee acting with a strong moral compass all the time? Um, so, how, so how do we regain trust in all of business? You don't. Uh, I, I think it's too far gone to make that happen. How do you make, make sure that you maintain trust in your business? And how do we change the world one business at a time? I think by doing those five things. We are each 100% responsible for the outcome. Yep. In our business. Absolutely. Yep. Great advice. Any final words for us? Uh, final words. Yeah, I, I, I do have a final word. Um, I, um, for an upcoming episode we're going to be doing, I uh, had to go back and uh, open up one of the books, one of my books. And it happened to be the paperback revised updated edition of Think Big, Act Small. And I went to the chapter. Uh, in fact, it's a podcast that we're going to be doing next week. And I went to a chapter uh, to refamiliarize myself with the company. And I went, damn it, this is good stuff. Damn it, everybody needs to know this stuff. So if you haven't read Think Big, Act Small, the revised edition, uh, it's, it's in paperback. Get it on Amazon and uh, or download it. And it's, uh, God, there's some powerful stuff in that book. I, and it's got nothing to do with me. I just put the words together. But there's some real powerful stuff there. I'm looking at the copy on my bookshelf right now. Good so, for you. Absolutely. For you. Thank you. Hey, I'll let you know that Jason Jennings is the author who USA Today calls one of the three most in-demand business speakers in the world. You can find out how to arrange to have Jason keynote your next event or leadership conference. Learn about his fees and availability. Check out the website, jason-jennings.com. Click the contact button and follow the instructions right there. Also, we would really appreciate a review on the iTunes store. Five stars, hopefully, in the in a rating and a review. A few kind words with will go a long way in making the podcast show up in search results as people are looking for this type of information. 
Go out and make it a great week. This is the podcast dedicated to leading highly principled people to their full potential. You've been listening to The Game Changers, leadership lessons in speed, productivity, growth, innovation, and reinvention with business thought leader, best-selling author, and keynote speaker, Jason Jennings. Read Jason's most recent New York Times bestseller, The Reinventors, and visit his website at jason-jennings.com.